You are listening to Rags to Resale, the podcast for career resellers or anyone who wants to amp up their online resale business the right way. Here are your Posh Pro experts. Okay, guys, we are so excited to be here. We are back. We've been on a hiatus. In the meantime, I've been psycho obsessed with a new app, and you may have heard of it, and it's called Whatnot. This is Carly Dillon down at the bottom there. Carly is at Bargain Stalker on Whatnot and has one of the most awesome names on there that I've ever heard. And she was up at 4.30 in the morning talking to people and answering people's questions and helping people with Jill Wheeler, who is at Jill Scribbles on Whatnot. And these two have this cool format where they help other resellers learn what to do on Whatnot, which Whatnot is a live auction selling site. And it's crazy because it's sitting on Discord and it was started by gamers and they were selling their stuff on Discord. And it's morphed because the thrifting resale community found it. And and I jumped on an early, early morning call or show and there were these two ladies talking about whatnot and asking answering questions on whatnot. What was that about, guys? So it was actually Jill's idea. So I'll let her take it away. And it wasn't my idea either. Um, there is a seller named Joneser, and she, for her, I think it was her 2K celebration, she invited all of these different resellers on to talk on her show. And so I stole that idea for my 1K celebration. And Carly and I just um, got on and just talked about random stuff for a while. And we decided... We liked it so well that we would do it every week. So that's where you came on um, on Sunday and, and yeah. class. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how long did it take you to get 1K, 1,000 followers on whatnot? How long have you been on there? About a month. Wow. That's really good. So for the month, how many shows have you had? Um, I'm not exactly sure, but maybe about 20. Yeah. So you're going pretty regularly. Do you have a regular yeah. schedule? You guys both have a regular schedule? I- and so since school started, I'm trying to do mornings like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then we do our Sunday show, our chat show. I go a little hard. So I got approved on whatnot. I want to say like the 11th of last month and I have been live, I would say almost every single day. I was probably off for maybe a couple days, but um, sometimes even twice a day. So I've probably had like 25, 30 shows in the last three wow. weeks. Yeah. And is that consistency paying off? You think? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, when you are consistent and when you do have a community of people that you support, they are going to want to come and support you. And a lot of these people have become my friends. So it's like, we're all hanging out together, you know? Um, and then I have repeat customers, which I absolutely love. Um, so yeah, it's like a party. It is. It is like a party. I mean, even the few nights I went, we, we went live last Thursday and my bud, it's probably like 15 people on for the whole time. But like, you know, lots of people came in and out and there were three people that bought most everything. So let's go back to selling. Okay. So, so what is your bread and butter? What are you making the most money on? What are your, what's your shop to sell process for whatnot? We can, we'll start with Jill. Well, I was selling primarily on Poshmark and eBay 
And I made most of my money on jeans and shoes. And it's strange because that has not translated to whatnot at all. Yeah. <laughs> I've done a, like jeans and shoes shows, but they haven't been that successful because you have to have, if you have a person on there who's looking for jeans, you might have their size, but you won't maybe only have one or two styles in that. Mm -hmm. um, so I find that shirts and dresses do the best for me because there's a little more wiggle room, like when it comes to those sizes, if you yeah. like it to have like 10 large or extra large shirts. And so there's more variety for people to choose from. How are you list putting those up and how are you offering them on whatnot? I go to the Goodwill bins, um, which is the Goodwill outlet. And it's just basically these giant bins of junk <laughs> that you sort through, uh -huh. but there is treasure in there. So it takes a while to find the treasure, like a few hours um, to, to get like 30 to 50 items that you might want to sell and whatnot. And then um, the best way to do is to take pictures of them and put all of the information into your store ahead of time. So when people go to your show, they can go and look and do some window shopping and know what they want to bid on. Um, so that's the ideal process. But sometimes I'm just um, like on right before the show and I don't have time to get everything listed in the store. So I just throw it up there, whatever I have, and people either bid or they don't. Yeah. So mine's somewhat similar to Jill's. I source primarily only at the Goodwill bins. I do not source at like any other thrift stores, um, yeah. or even like a Goodwill, regular Goodwill. Yeah. Um, I have a lot near me, so I'm very lucky in that, that I can go whenever I want. And I have the closest one is 10 minutes away. So I oh, do wow. go there quite a bit. Um, I personally have had success doing both styles of selling. So I do have shows every Monday. I have pictures in the store. I try to do stock photos. I have descriptions. You have starting bids. I do the whole organized yeah. show thing. And that has been really successful for me. I also do a lot of just bins hall shows where I'm sitting on the ground where I am right now. And I just go through everything that I got at the bins. I show you everything I've got. And those tend to be really successful as well. Those I will say are more hit or miss because you do have to have the right buyer in the room and you have to keep them entertained while you're going through all this stuff. Yeah. Because you don't know if they're going to leave before they see something that they like, you yeah. know. So I I do both, but I also sell on Mercari and Poshmark. I, I'm not on eBay, um, but those have kind of like gone to the side as I've been discovering whatnot. So I'm just like in that trying to find a balance place. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. Well, I just feel like it's sort of untapped right now. I'm still trying to figure out how people are starting at a dollar. Obviously, you have to have a huge group of people in there. Um, and I've seen it. I've seen it in some of the sneakers. Like these guys are selling these sneakers and they start at a dollar and it just goes up to 180 in like two seconds because there's 300 people in the on the show. And so that's amazing. Like that, it's so funny to think back a couple of years ago when all I want to do was go speak at Posh Fest. Like I thought that that was the end all be all. And they sent me this message a few weeks ago and I was like, 
I'm going to go to Houston. <laughs> like I wasn't, I wasn't as jazzed about it because I'm so now focused on whatnot, haven't figured it out and I'm not doing that great on whatnot, but I love that it's this show and people are excited to watch a show and it's so brilliant and so simple and easy. And, you know, I was doing it somewhat on Poshmark and I did a shop and share event. And I, instead of just doing a shop and share event, I have three winners and you only buy from those three winners. So mm. they win about, you know, a thousand bucks for that weekend because they're getting all this, the sales. And I do the, the reveal live beforehand the day before on Instagram and it's, gets a huge following. And I try to sell my other stuff at the same, not, not clothing, but you know, my other products for posh pro project. And, uh, and that was going really well. Addition of video element, like this live show thing, you become, you know, in that little world, you bargain stalker, you, you know, you Jill scribbles become have fans and a following that grows over time. That untapped thing is what, you know, I'm trying to figure out here for all of our listeners. It's a cool place to shop. Sure. Absolutely. And it's a great place to get inventory. You know, there are people on there every single hour having dollar shows, you know, because they are going to the bins. Jill, what hour of the day is, do you think is best? What is the best time to have a show? Um, I think the best for me has been in the morning um, because you don't have as much competition. I've done a lot of different times. What my, my most fun show was at like three o'clock in the morning because I couldn't believe people were up and shopping at three o'clock in the morning, but there's a whole night crew. It's like a whole different vibe. It was super wow. fun. Yeah. That is fascinating to me. How many people were on your show? It was like 30, but they were all buying. That's really good. Yeah. Really good. As long as they're buying 30 people's a lot. Yep. And so, so Carly, you, you are generally always mornings. You do mornings or you do all, all the time. I'll, I'll pop up at any time. Honestly, I've done late nights. I've done evenings. I've done afternoons. I've done mornings. So I've, I've really played around with like what time works the best because everybody wants to know what time works the best. Um, and it's, it, 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 I don't really know the answer. Um, I've had success. I've had a lot of success in the morning, but I've also had a lot of success at like the noon time and I'm in Pacific standard time. So like that would be three o'clock on the other side of the world. I think it just depends. It really depends. Like who else is on, like who else is on and like how many people are interacting with those people and how many people you interact with that are like awake and available at that time. So like Jill probably knows I network with a lot of people who do morning shows and who are awake in the morning. And so those people are going to come and support me because they're already awake. You know, I've already networked with all these morning people. I don't network as much with night people because I'm not awake at night. So I don't have that luxury. So when I do like late night shows, they're not super successful because all my people are asleep. (laughs) So it just, it's, it's fun to play around with. And I think that the more you play around with it, the more that, you know, I mean, the more data you gather and the more you can kind of gauge, okay, is this going to be successful? I did one show. I had put it in vintage and it was, should have been in modern Darcy was modding for me and telling me, and there was like four really, really popular people on at the same time. It was like seven o'clock at night. And so I had like seven people in there. As long as you've got buyers, get up and do it at four 30 in the morning. That's a great idea. You know, 
Um, okay. So what was your most successful show? Do you remember like what your highest bid was and what it was? Ooh, I actually just sold mine. Um, no, there's gotta be another one. The highest one that I can think of right now was a bullet thermos that I got at the bins. It's literally a bullet in thermos form. And I started it at like four or $5 and it got bid up to like $17. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. You mean it, it looks like a bullet, like you put in a gun. I'll show you. Have it. <laughs> oh my God. That's adorable. And it's a little thermos. Yeah, that's so cute. cute. But my most successful show was an athletic show that I did last Monday, last Monday morning, and I sold out. It was incredible. You sold everything, huh? I sold oh, everything. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you, Jill? Um, well, it depends on if we're talking about like the number of sales or the total amount of money. When I charge more, like if I go to the regular Goodwill, um, I will pay up for things and I've done really well turning around and selling usually dresses to people. And so I'll make a lot more money. Um, but I sell more items when I do like a dollar or $2 starts. However, I have to sell, you know, two, three times as many to make the same amount of money. Yeah. So I have good turnouts for both. And do you have a certain brand or types of brands that you think are hugely popular? For me, it's Torrid. I do a lot of plus size. And so everybody is looking for Torrid. I think the bigger I, sizes do really much better than the small sizes. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I find that I do really well with like athletic wear. I find a lot of Nike out here. So I do really well with Nike, but like. Athleta does really well. Mod cloth, Lululemon, Columbia, I found does really well. And then randomly enough, graphic tees, funny graphic tees do so well. People eat them up. They love them, yeah. especially wearing them. I've sold the shirt off my back before. So I so yeah, yeah I noticed that thing. people ask for graphic tees. They're like, do you have any graphic tees? Do you have any, like, like the comments are about graphic tees and bigger sizes. Like I did an anthropology show and a lot of the sizes I had were small. People want the bigger sizes. And it is an odd feeling to have, you know, you don't hear anybody talking. You're all alone in your room at 4.30 in the morning and you're, you know, you just have these comments. You don't know if people are going to show up. It's kind of a daunting feeling. Tell me how you felt when you hit that live button start your stream and you, the first time I have stage fright. I am not a person who likes to perform or really? likes to get in, but I think what that has been a huge, um, facilitator for my growth in that area. I hardly get nervous anymore. And I just, I'm so glad that I was able to adapt to this new format. It's been really fun. That's awesome. How about you, Carly? I personally was in theater my whole life. I was in choir, so I'm very used to performing, as you can probably tell. <laughs> uh, so I was really nervous, but at the same time, I was super excited. So it was just like a kind of a combustual feeling. But I had so many people that like I have seen live that hadn't seen me live. And I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to like me? I mean, are they, do I look different than they expect? Like all the things flood through your head, but then all these people come in your chat and they're like, oh my gosh, I love you. Like, how are you doing all this stuff? And you're like, okay, now I'm good. Now all the nerves are gone. I'm good now. So. Yeah, that's so cool. 
So let's talk about other sellers real quick. When you first started, were you going into other shows? How were you gaining those followers? Were you asking people to follow you? I heard someone say that you can sponsor the giveaways. Have you done any of that stuff? What What was your process there? I think the best thing um, to gain a following is just to grow it organically. You go and support other people and chat. Um, as you said, shoot the shit with people and it just happens naturally. And I also think you, the more you go live, um, the more it helps because obviously you're going to be more people. They're coming, popping in and and out. And then usually they'll follow you, especially if you are doing a giveaway Yeah, Yeah. and you require people. I think that does help. How do you require people to follow you? When you create a giveaway, there's a little button that says require them to follow you to win it. And you just press that button and I'm not sure I even did that, but now we know. Mm-hmm. And, and what about you, Carly? When I first got on the app, I really started to build connections with people that I found to be genuine. I probably should, but I'm not the person who, if I don't like jive with your energy, then I'm probably not going to watch you. Even if you are like a really big seller, like the big seller part does not really matter to me. And so I made just genuine connections with people. And what I did was I started modding for people. So I become a moderator. I would become like really close with these people. I would, I, I knew more people in the stream and then people would see the little controller by my name And they would be like, oh, okay, she's modding for this person. I want to follow them because I follow such and such. Uh, So that was really helpful for me. I also gained about, I'm at like 1.1K right now. And I've only been on the app for like three weeks. So um, supporting other people and being there for other people that are there for you, I would say is like the number one reason that I have so many followers. And then you were saying like, have we ever sponsored a giveaway? I'm actually sponsoring a giveaway in like an hour for one of my friends who's celebrating her 1k show. And she does like a WTF item every show as a giveaway. And so she's having a WTF show where it's all WTF items. So she's having me come on and do a WTF item. So I'm very excited. That's so funny. So it's just, it's all sort of off the cuff. All really random. Like one time she gave away a big, um, it was like a gnome hat. I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like a really funky hat. One time it was like a mini frying pan. She's just really funky and really fun. And she always rings a cowbell whenever anybody wins. She's a hoot. That's She's cute. so much fun to watch. Do a, do a shout out. What's her name? On- her name is ha- Hanger909. Okay, great. I have to check her out. That sounds fun. See, that's the thing. Like you want to have fun. So, you know, you want to do cool things. Like I was talking about like funny resale stories or, you know, writing down a few like jokes about resale or something like that. Like we we're tr- trying to brainstorm how to just at least make it entertaining, you know, something fun for people. And a lot of it is just talking, you know, just being yourself. And, you know, I did that one time. My, my husband was hap- helping me and he was not doing a very good job. Uh, he's just not good at it. So the whole reason you're here is to read the comments. You have to read the comments, honey. And because Darcy's really awesome. She's like, someone needs, wants you to redo this or say this or whatever. And he's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. It's date night. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> and he's preoccupied. 
<laughs> he's a little hungry, you know, and people were like saying later, you know, they had fun and it was, that was fun. You guys, you know, I had so much fun. So that makes you feel good. You know, that people are really enjoying what they're watching on top of making money. Do you think you're making more money on whatnot now than on, on Poshmark? Ooh, that's a good question. So for me, I would say yes and no. So I was like a very casual reseller for the last couple of years. It was only recently that I kind of went part-time. I don't know. I, it just, it depends. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a brave new world. I mean, Poshmark was doing, I, I make a lot of money on Poshmark the last couple of months. It was abysmal because they changed they, the algorithm that they say this and there's no algorithm. They changed the algorithm. I mean, I know that because I studied it to do my courses. They did this thing where you can now share your whole closet by yourself. So I stopped paying a virtual assistant that I had to have to, in order to make money. And I've been sharing my closet like four times a day, which was not happening. And yeah. I've been making a lot of money again. The, the consistent thing is that it's a growing industry that we love and we get to shop for a living. We're a tenacious bunch. I think, you know, like we we're going to figure it out one way or the other. And I'm just always so excited to meet new friends. You guys were, so I was like, this, this is what I want to be. This is what they're doing. They're doing it right. They're doing something new and different and amazing. And uh, I just thought you guys were great. So I just really appreciate you, you coming on and talking to us on, on the rags to resale. And maybe in a few months we'll uh, when they do the revamp, we'll come back together and maybe have a panel of people that can ask you guys some questions. What do you think about that? Maybe then you'll have your, your, your 3k party. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I would, yeah. I would love to see that. Well, I'm, I'm going to come, I'm going to see you on Sunday. Cause now I know you're there and uh, see how you guys are doing. And yeah. I appreciate you guys scrambling for me today. And maybe I'll, we may get some questions. So I'll send you some, some questions from our, our followers and get some more people on whatnot so that we can get new followers and new fun going for our new shows coming up. Sounds, Sounds amazing. Well, Good goals. Thank you for inviting us. Oh my gosh. I am just so pleased that you came. I appreciate you guys so much. Yay. Well, we're so happy to have you as always. Thank you. Thank you guys. All right. All right, guys. Talk to you on whatnot. Tips, live events, contests, celebrity appearances. Don't miss a moment. Follow Posh Pro Project on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Subscribe on YouTube and check out our e-learning courses for resellers at poshproproject.com.